When we are watching TV or another person brings to us a concept which conflicts with what we know to be in the Bible, we really should go back to the Bible and reinforce our heart and mind by returning to the subject and reading again what the Bible says. In the last days, Jesus says, because iniquity abounds around us, the love of many will wax cold. But he that endures unto the end, the same will be saved. Matthew 24, verses 12 and 13. We have to fight for faith. Because as the time grows nearer to the end, things will get much worse. Paul said evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. It will get worse. But Paul says, continue thou in the things thou hast learned and been assured of, knowing of whom you have learned them. You learned them from God. So hold on to those things that you've learned from God. Take the Bible, read the scriptures, cling to the scriptures, reinforce the scriptures. And Paul warned us in Romans 12, verse 2, Be not conformed to this world. We're constantly having the world in front of us, most of us are at least. Neighbors, friends, relatives, come across our path and bring us us concepts of the world. Church people even bring concepts of the world that are opposed to the Bible. The television set constantly shows us the thinking of the world. Just recently, the commissioner of the NFL, the National Football League in the United States, revealed that his younger brother is homosexual. And he said all his life he has fought to defend his brother. This man doesn't know the Bible, this commissioner. He doesn't know the Bible. He doesn't know what the Bible says. Not long ago, a woman who's most likely a lesbian asked me, do you support homosexuals and lesbians? She said gays and lesbians, but I call it homosexual. And I said, no, I don't think so. And after that, after she left my house, I was so stunned that she asked me the question. I didn't even have an answer. I just said, no, I don't think so. But a couple of days later, God had me send her the scriptures on the subject of homosexuals and lesbians. These people don't know scripture. They make up their mind. They approve this when God shows us it's a sin. He shows us by the Bible. These are acts of sin. Homosexual and lesbians, what they're doing. Well, let's look at Romans chapter 1 for a moment. We should always return to the Bible and reread it or share it with other people or send it to other people. We know what God thinks about the issue pertaining to this life 
because of what is written in the Bible and especially in the New Testament Bible. So in Romans chapter 1, we read starting at verse 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Romans chapter 1. They don't know Romans chapter 1, so they support homosexuals and lesbians. I do not support homosexuals and lesbians because I know what God says about it. So this is what God says. Instead, I will tell them what God says in the Bible about the subject. I met a lesbian a long time ago, and she said to me, Some people in churches say that this is wrong, but I don't know that it's wrong. I wasn't born again. I didn't know the scriptures, so I couldn't tell her Romans 1. I would today. Because I didn't know where it said it in the scripture that it was wrong. But we must tell them the scripture. I was horrified at the Baptist convention who opposes homosexual and lesbian. I was horrified when they came out with a statement saying it was against their tradition but they didn't quote any scripture tradition of men will not stand you must quote the scripture some people hate homosexuals and lesbians and they will voice occasionally that they hate and despise homosexuals and lesbians. But they don't quote scripture. They don't tell why they are against it. Now, I don't hate them. I know the scriptures and know it's against God and it is a sin. It's not just a personal preference. It is a sin. And I would urge them to turn from it just like I would urge a drunkard to turn from drinking by turning to God and begging God to cause him to be born again. And I would urge a fornicator or an adulteress to turn to God. And I would give scripture to that person. But I 
really don't believe. I have a hatred in my heart toward the person who is committing the sin. But the sin itself cannot be supported by us. My cousin told me this story. One of her neighbors invited her to a cookout. And she said she was so embarrassed because she got to the cookout that afternoon and found it was going to be a wedding between the two homosexual men who lived in that house. And she said, oh, I was dressed in blue jeans. I was so embarrassed at the way I was dressed. And I said to her, well, I wouldn't have been embarrassed. The minute I saw what it was, I would have turned and fled. But my cousin didn't know Bible. And I do. We who are of God do not live in pagan acts like decorating graves and going to cemeteries like the pagans do. We know the Bible. We know of the resurrection of the dead. We believe Jesus will return and all those dead in Christ will be raised and gathered to him in the air. We know these things. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 17. We don't live like the pagans. Paul said, Romans 12, 2, Be not conformed to this world. Don't take on all the pagan things of Christmas and, and Easter. Those are not commandments in the Bible to do these things. If you do them, do them in the right spirit so that that you know this is not a commandment of God. It's not even religious. It's of the world. I enjoy seeing the Christmas lights at Christmas. I don't put up Christmas lights, but I enjoy other people's Christmas lights. They're very colorful. But I don't in any way have the concept they are religious because I know we worship God not by what we can see or do, but we worship God in spirit and in truth, not by our flesh. We had a man in our church group one time. He went to some kind of religious meeting. He came back and he said, oh, it was wonderful. And several times he made the statement of how wonderful the meeting was. I finally said to him, oh, what was so wonderful about that meeting? And he said, oh, at the end of the table, they had three big wooden crosses covered with flowers. That man is no longer in our group. If you can see it with your natural eye, it stirs up emotion, fleshly emotion. Don't mix it up with religion because Jesus said they that worship God must worship God in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit and he looks for those who worship him in spirit. You don't see something that's spirit. If you're worshiping a church building, stained glass windows, if that makes you feel spiritual, you got a problem. You're worshiping in the flesh, and you don't even know it. It's the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profiteth nothing. John chapter 6, 
It is the spirit that quickeneth. It makes you alive. But the flesh profiteth nothing. A Baptist woman that I was acquainted with, her husband died, and she called me later and wanted me to come to her house. She had taken his den and taken a bookshelf and created what she called a memorial to Jesus. I didn't go see it. I was just stunned when she told me this. We worship God in spirit and in truth. We hear from God by his spirit, who reminds us of scripture, reminds us of things of God, and we follow him, the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8, verse 14 As many as follow the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. There are so many religious people that follow the flesh and are inspired by the flesh, thinking it's spirit. But we follow the Spirit of God, that which the Holy Spirit has told us. We are the children of God. So the Apostle Paul says, be not conformed to this world, to what they think, to what they do. Don't copy them. Don't be conformed to it. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renew your mind to the Word of God. And even if you know what they're doing is fleshly, and you know the Scripture, I think We are well off in the end time, in the last days, after they bring their doctrines to us, to return to the Bible and read it again, what the Bible says about homosexual lesbian, what the Bible says about divorce remarriage. Because Jesus said the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. But I've never heard that taught in a church. And I've seen many weddings in churches where pastors performed wedding ceremonies where the man was marrying a divorced woman at the church. But in Matthew 5.32, Jesus says, Whosoever marrieth her that is put away commits adultery. If a man marries a divorced woman, he commits adultery. That would not be popular to teach at church. And I'm sure a great many pastors withhold that scripture because it would not be popular. You must speak the scripture. It is the only thing strong enough to save the people. Now, it won't be approved by people of the world because they will consider it to be unreasonable and foolish. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 Verse 14, Paul says, The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. He would consider it complete foolishness that you couldn't marry a divorced woman. The divorced woman, if she remarries, she commits adultery. But the natural man would consider that foolish. Well, of course God wants her to be happy. He would want her to go out and remarry. At the time of sexual intercourse, the two people are made one flesh. Divorce papers do not separate one flesh. Only death could separate one flesh. 
Therefore, in the Bible, we read that if the woman's husband is dead, she can remarry, but it says only in the Lord, meaning only another Christian. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 7 down at the bottom of the chapter. Romans chapter 7 says that if she remarries, she shall be called an adulteress. We also read that in Mark chapter 10. Jesus said that. If the man puts away his wife and marries another, he commits adultery. And if a woman divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. Now there's one exception to that. If the wife is unfaithful and she goes out and remarries, she commits adultery. But the husband will not be responsible for her adultery if she's unfaithful. But if she's a faithful wife and she goes out and remarries after he divorces her, if he divorces a faithful wife, he will be the cause of her adultery. She will commit adultery, but he will be the cause of her adultery. These words are in Matthew 5.32, and they are words of Jesus. Jesus says, But I say unto you, that whosoever shall put away his wife, divorce his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. If she goes out and remarries, she will commit adultery, but the man will be the cause of her committing that adultery because he divorced her. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. Matthew 5.32 Mark 10, Jesus explains, From the beginning God created the male and female. Therefore a man leaves his father and mother and cleaves to his wife. And the two shall be one flesh. And he tells in that same scripture that it was because of the hardness of the heart that Moses let them divorce. The hardness of the heart. It's so easy to let your heart get hard. The person does something, you take offense, you fail to pray about it, you fail to get God to correct you. So you have your heart hardened and you can no longer hear what that person says when your heart's hardened. David prayed in Psalm 51, we read it, Create in me, O God, a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within me. I've often prayed that about things. We keep our heart with all diligence. We fight to hold on to the faith. You think, oh, I'd never, never give up my faith. Well, that's not what Jesus says. At the end time, things will get so bad he even says that even the elect would not be saved. Things would get so bad, Matthew 24. But he said, if the time is not shortened, even the elect will not be saved. But for the elect's sake, the time will be shortened. Things will get bad. But we hold on through God. We fight the good fight of faith. We hold on to what God has shown us. And we hold on to the scriptures in the midst of the evil. 
And I think it's a good idea to go back and read the scriptures after you see something opposed to scripture on television or a person brings you a doctrine that's not the doctrine of Christ. I had a Catholic friend years ago, and she used to come visit me all the time. And she was always bringing me some worldly saying and telling me. And I would say to her, now that's not in the Bible. What you just said is not in the Bible. And I want to build my house on the Word of God, the Bible. And often I would share the correct scripture with her that showed what she was speaking was not of God or what she was doing was not of God. Well, eventually she separated from me, but I've had people turn to God when I've shared with them. So I've seen both. It all depends upon God. If he opens their ears to hear, they will hear and they will believe. But God might harden their heart. We don't know what they're doing in private. We don't know, but God knows his plan. The only thing we know is what God has said, and when the contrary comes across our path, we share what God has said. And we must hold on. It it is a fight. It's a struggle. It's a fight of faith. Second Timothy chapter three. Is it do you think people are gonna get better toward the end time? This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, says Paul. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent. They just can't control themselves. Fierce. Ooh, we certainly see that a lot. Despisers of those that are good. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. They have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away, says Paul. They love their church buildings, they love the stained glass, they love their choirs, they love their preachers. But when you share a scripture with them, how do they react? We had a woman among us that I thought she was a prophet. And she was on fire for things of God at the beginning. But her heart grew cold. Jesus said, because iniquity abounds, many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end, the same will be saved. I saw her heart grow cold. She was on fire for things of God. When I talked with her, she loved to hear what I said. And we discussed that we talked about things of God, things that God had shown each of us. But toward the end, she was with us 39 years before she left us. Toward the end, I noticed that when I called her to tell her something God had shown me, she wasn't excited anymore. She didn't even respond. She was just quiet until I quit talking. She loved to talk about movies and plays and actors and actresses and wonderful books of this world. And when I would mention something secular, 
She loved it, and she jumped on it and began discussing it, and often she had read the personal background of the actress, and she told me what their background was. But her love of the things of God grew cold. It can happen. If you feel it happening, I think we just call on God for help. We do feel it when it's happening. When we begin to get so interested in the world, we feel it. When we get excited by something in the world, we feel it. God help me. I've always found that he does because I often ask him to help me. Well, the Apostle Paul says in 2 Timothy 3, starting at verse 13, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of. I believe that is things that God has taught us and things we've been assured of by God and by the Holy Scriptures, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, that it was God who taught me this. Verse 15, And that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation, through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. We had a Jewish woman that came across our path briefly. She told us she was a Messianic Jew, which meant she believed in Jesus. She had met a man, and she was very interested in him, and she was a divorced woman. So Pam Paget warned her that according to the Bible, should she marry as a divorced woman, she commits adultery. And this woman said to Pam, Oh, we have our own doctrine at our church, not the doctrine of the Bible, our own doctrine. When Pam told me, I screamed out, But there isn't any other doctrine other than the New Testament Bible. That's what you're going to be judged at at the day of judgment. Me too. I'm going to be judged by that. We conform ourselves to the Word of God. That's what judges us at the end. So Paul said, take these scriptures and correct yourself. Correct your way. Correct your doctrine. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished by all good works. And we often renew our minds by looking at the scriptures, which pertain to various subjects that we see happening today. And we cling to the word of God. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.